Welcome to Saturday Morning Dads, where two average dads discuss the best and worst in children's media. Today, we're talking about the 2001 hit movie, My Little Pony, A New Generation, available for streaming on Netflix. 2021. 2021. You were only two decades off. I would, I said 2001. <laughs> you said 2001. 2001, A Pony Odyssey. A Pony Odyssey. I think you were thinking about just uh, quality of movies. It doesn't get in. And it was 2001, A Space Odyssey, and then this one, and then Citizen Kane. Uh, right. In, in that order. In that order. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times have you seen this movie, Sean? I watched it last night, and for the first time did I pay attention. Yes. I've watched it. I want to say seven other times with passing interest. Yeah. So um, thinking about this movie and kind of going through it in my mind, I realized that I've seen the beginning probably 10 times. And then there's parts of the middle that I've seen eight times. And then the end, maybe I've seen once. Is one, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I I love the ending of the movie. It really made no sense. Um, it gets real confusing at the end. But like, just right that last, just the last three minutes, it's just like, wait, what? Wait, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I guess we'll get there. We'll yeah. talk about let's talk about the movie in chronological. Yeah, order. let's not t- talk about the dang end first. No, no. First, I gotta ask you though. Um. How you been? Doing all right? Yeah, I've been doing great. Um, you know, been working a lot, but um, good work. Did you enjoy that cool breeze out there this morning? Yeah, it's been getting a little bit folly out there. Just a little bit. Uh, in the mornings, and then in the afternoon, it's you know, it's still like close to ninety degrees, but uh, very hot. Um, you got a layer. Got a layer, so you can uh, you can shed those layers. But I. Uh, Took a little road trip this weekend to Mississippi. So, you know, had an all-day drive on Friday, spent Saturday in Mississippi, and then had an all-day drive Sunday. So it was super relaxing. Just very relaxing. Uh, Eight-hour drive each way with the with the kids. How did, how did they handle the drive? You know, they're really good um, road trippers, especially the little one. She, like... I don't, she didn't have any meltdowns and she's still in the car seat where she faces away from us. So maybe that's good that she, you know, she's basically just like all by herself. I feel really bad for her though. Cause she can't see any of us. Oh man. Um, just isolated then, back there getting those naps in. Yeah. And then my four year old, you know, she can watch the iPad and she does, you know, she watches like, she watched like eight hours of screen time. <laughs> It's good. It's healthy for them. Getting yeah. ready for modern society. Yep. Yep. What, what else are we doing at our jobs all day? Just eight hours of screen time. That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. How about, uh, what was your weekend like? Um, man, I don't even remember. That's how weekends go. I probably slept a lot. It was good. It was relaxing. I didn't work. I just, uh, I got some good naps in. Laundry. Yeah, ate some barbecue. It was it was good. Yeah, maybe maybe Bed Bath and Beyond. No, did not. No Bed Bath and Beyond. You did not have time. Didn't have time. Um, well, you and I both have uh, state fair days coming up, though. I'm very excited about state fair. Yeah, you're taking your kids next week. I'm uh, I'm eighty percent sure I'm going to take uh, my four year old on Friday. Um, it scares me a little bit because there's so many people there, and she's kind of like uh, she's kind of a runner. Put her on, you gotta put her on a leash. Yeah, that makes me feel weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might put her. I don't know. I don't know. It just uh, you know, it's a little bit scary. Yeah, I like uh, the state fair because I like looking at the new trucks. Oh yeah, the, the the car show is one of the highlights for sure. Oh yeah, definitely the car show. The car show and the bird show. You ever been to the bird show? Uh, no, I've been. To, I, I like the bird show medieval times. Is it like that? It kind of is like that, but it's outside, and um, they have like these hawks that they fly like. I mean, they're like way way up in the air, and then they'll dive 
like all the way down to the amphitheater and like grab a little mouse or whatever. Whoa. It's pretty awesome. And they, they get going like very, very fast. I'm going to, I was about to throw out just a random miles per hour, but then I figured that would be totally off and I would look like an idiot. So, well, I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. It, it, it props up the integrity of the show. Most people know that we're here. Yeah, we're not We're not here. Uh, we do research. Yeah. Not on Hawks. We're not spreading false narratives about yeah. about the Hawks. No. Uh, that, uh, well, you know who else can fly really fast? Pegasi? Pegasi, yeah. Well, or can they? Can't. I don't know. That's what this movie is. Well, they could. In the very beginning of this movie, where she's imagining the days of old. Yes. That's one thing I, I, I love about this movie is that, that beginning, that intro, letting you know that, hey, we're not like, we're, we're still in line with the old, car, the, not the old cartoon, but the, the cartoon everybody loves, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Gotta ask you, Curtis, have you watched My Little Pony Friendship is Magic? I have not. So My Little Pony Friendship is Magic has definitely been on repeat in my house for years. Yeah, I'm I keep trying to get June to watch that one. Um but she just uh you know, she gets like halfway into the first episode and then loses interest for some reason. I don't know if I don't know if my kids are just not gonna be interested in two D animation at all or what <laughs> <laughs> i hope that's not the case and it, i guess it's not because she does like she does like some 2d she likes the uh mickey mouse show on disney plus uh but yeah for whatever reason that one she just can't she just can't get into the beginning the the very first episode the intro is pretty intense there's a lot of lore and uh, backstory about yeah, it, it's sisters and uh, it's a narrative-driven show. It's um, I don't know if um, yeah, there's not like the sight gags like uh, Big City Green that we were talking about and and the, the Mickey Mouse show. Yeah, there's no songs or are, are there songs? Oh, there's songs, okay. but not every episode. Yeah, I mean, maybe that maybe she'll come around to it. But I understood at the beginning of this movie that that's what they were referring to. Yeah, and I, I just really like that it's kind of like paying homage. It's it's letting you know, hey, like this is all tied into the thing you love. This is taking place in the same universe, just thousands, hundreds of years later. Yeah, they're not abandoning the canon. The yeah, the MLP canon. Because My Little Pony, uh, Friendship is Magic is a fabulous show, you know? Yeah, is it funny? Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Okay. Is that why you like it? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, it's got some good, uh, good setups and payoffs in, in the comedic sense. Okay. Is it, is it mainly a comedic show or is it more of like a girly magics show? Oh, it's uh, definitely a girly magic show, but it's got a lot of comedy to it, and it's got a lot of uh, character-driven uh, drama as well. Uh, there's a lot of episodes that have um, a genuine lesson to them. I mean, the whole the whole the whole plot of the show is there's this princess who's like super good at magic or she's not a princess in the beginning. She becomes a princess in season four. Uh, but she's <laughs> spoiler, uh, a unicorn unicorns can do magic. She's super good at magic. She's very studious. She's just a, a voracious learner. And, uh, she gets sent to this little town to learn how to have friends. Cause that's the one thing she doesn't know. She doesn't know how to have friends. And, uh, she makes these, these friends, that make up the cast and it's about their trials of staying friends and weird times and goofy misunderstandings test their friendships and there's monsters. And, um, it's kind of cool because like it's owned by Hasbro, right? And so Hasbro also owns wizards of the coast. And so wizards of the coast make dungeons and dragons. So sometimes, well, pretty often the, 
spells they're casting and the monsters they're fighting are like from D and D. So, uh, and I believe Lauren Faust who created the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic show once upon a time wrote stuff for D and D. So that's cool. Um, yeah. And there's, um, just a goofy cast of side characters always causing mischief and, um, then, and then later, like season five through eight, they have like a college they start to teach people magic uh, from different, and it gets weird. It's so dumb. it's like, uh, Saved by the Bell, the college years. No, it's dumb. <laughs> not amazing. Wait, which one is dumb and not amazing? The friendship is the, the later seasons of My Little Pony when they have the college is, and is, is not good. Oh. But say, but you are agreeing with me that Saved by the Bell, the college years was a masterpiece. Yes. I believe it was originally intended for Masterpiece Theater. Absolutely. On PBS, but they, uh, they converted it into a mid Saturday morning teen tween show. Have you ever watched any Masterpiece Theater? Uh, well, Downton Abbey was Masterpiece Theater. Oh, it was. Yes. I didn't know that. A masterpiece of theater. And what's the difference between Downton Abbey and Downtown Abbey? Well, Downtown Abbey is a lot raunchier. Mm-hmm. And it has a kicking theme song. Yeah. It's a lot of bass. A lot of walking well, bass lines. But it's by uh, Billy Joel, I think. Is, is the B- Billy Joel downtown song that like, downtown? Yeah. Lights will be shining downtown. Yeah. Yeah. One of my least favorite Billy Joel songs. Is that, is that Billy and Joel? And I'm not a Billy Joel fan at all. So <laughs> I like that Piano Man song. Oh, Piano Man's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. But that's that's not what we're here to talk about, is it? Oh, yeah. So, anyways, she's, the little girl she's playing, the little pony girl's playing with the. Um, she got little toys, the, right? The, she's got wooden action figures her dad made for her of the cartoon characters from the TV show. She's playing with them. But they're like historical figures, right? They're, yeah, they're like historical figures of myth. Yeah. So right off the bat, you realize that, okay, that happened probably, but it's a long time ago, and this is way in the future. Right. Generations have passed. Generations have passed. And then nobody else in the town, everybody else in the town basically thinks that the dad is a little bit... A little bit kooky. Kooky, right? Because he he actually believes in these mythical characters. He wears a necklace with a wooden charm on it, and he has a ponytail. In my real-life experience, those are pretty strong indicators of kooky old dads. So so if a pony has a ponytail, what's the the human equivalent of that? Like Like a butthead? Uh, just a, a, a human tail? I guess. Just like a normal haircut. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has, but he has like in a tied, tied up ponytail. It's on his mane. He like shaved the bottom of his mane then. Yeah. He's kind of a, he's kind of a hippie. Yeah. He's kind of, he's kind of hippie dippy. Single dad making cupcakes. And so they set up very early on in this show. That by their front door, there's a picture of the two of them, the the single dad and his his daughter. And anytime anybody closes that front door, the picture goes crooked and you got to fix it. Yeah. And they set that up very early on in the show and it pays off at the end of the show. And I love it. Yeah. So I, I pulled up the IMDB, which I think is going to be very important in this episode for us to get a lot, all a lot the, of names, a lot of names, get all the names right. So uh, the main little pony is named Sunny Star Scout, um, voiced by Vanessa Hudgens of Disney fame and yes. other fame now. And they're just right, right, hitting the nail right on the head with the name. Like, her name is Sunny. She has a sunny disposition. It's That's like, right. She does. She is very opt- Her character, her defining character trait is optimism. Yes. And so her name is Sunny. But she's a bit of an outcast. A bit of an outcast. Because of, um, her beliefs and her father's beliefs. Um, and then she has a couple little friends over that are playing right with her. Yes. Uh, playing the action figures and, uh, their names are, let's see, Hitch. Yes. Hitch and Sprout. Hitch and Sprout. So Hitch is voiced by James Marsden. 
um, who was in, um, well, he was in 30 Rock. He was Cyclops in the X-Men. Yeah. And he was in Westworld. And he's just hot. Yeah, he's a he's an attractive man, but that doesn't uh, that doesn't really translate to his. Well, maybe it does to his pony character. I think his pony character is supposed to be good looking. Yeah. Oh you know, yeah, all the all the lady ponies um, are trying to talk to him. Yeah. And all the wild animals are attracted to him. Yeah, that's true. And then Sprout is voiced by Kim, uh, Ken Jeong of um, Community. Community, yes, community fame. Yes, and um, and and everything else. He's in so much stuff now. Yeah, that that one movie with uh, Bradley Cooper and they go to Vegas. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to ask you what that was called I can't yesterday, think of it now and either. I still can't think of it. Uh, he had the baby strapped to him. The Hangover. Thank you, Galifianakis. The Hangover. The Hangover. Yeah, thank you, IMDb. Man. Do you think our brains don't work well anymore because we're getting older or because we have instant access to all knowledge? I mean, I, I honestly, if I could just recall the name, the hangover, like that's not a real skill. I'm fine with not being able to recall that. Yeah, but it's more like um, direction, like how to get places and like, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm starting to like kind of forget. And I, I think it's a combo of my brain deteriorating from extreme old age and from just being able to look it up or have it on my phone. lack of sleep. Might be lack of sleep, too. And, yeah. and our brains are full of, like, important business knowledge. Oh, yeah. Like how to make them dollar-dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got, we got, we got a lot of knowledge in our brains. So they're 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 the playing. hangover is not one of them knowledges though. No, I don't need I'm fine with forgetting the hangover. Those movies were funny but ultimately forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Bradley uh-huh. Cooper is a raccoon now. Um so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. Yeah, what he else is. is he doing? Yeah, well he did the Star is Born a couple years ago. That was a couple years ago. Highly acclaimed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, they're playing with those things, and they set up the fact that all the other ponies in the little pony town think that unicorns and pegasuses, pegasi, are evil and bad and ought to get the Earth ponies. Yes. And this is the town of Earth ponies. And yes. I always felt like from watching the My Little Pony TV show, Earth ponies kind of get screwed over because they have... No powers, but then they try to be like, oh, they're good with nature. They're good with animals and farming. And I'm like, oh, yeah. so they have to do the manual labor? So farming is not a power. Farming, <laughs> yeah, being able to farm. But they, they're they true of heart. They're true of heart. That's what they are. So anyway, it's Town of Earth Ponies. And uh, this I love the pacing. So, so far, we've had the cool homage to the, with the 2D art style. We've had the kids playing with these little toys. We have the dad kind of having a confrontation. Then the next scene is the, the mom comes to pick up one of the little boys. And it's like, you shouldn't play with this kooky old man. He's he's full of nonsense. And then, um, and then they cut to the future where um, the girl, Sunny, is grown up. And she starts singing a song. Yes. I checked the time. This is seven minutes and 30 seconds. That's how it should be. There All should this be, happened in seven minutes. There needs to be a song. So, yeah, a couple episodes we talked about Pinocchio and how slowly it started, how there was, what did you say, like 20 minutes before yeah. any action happened. It was basically an old Italian man muttering around in his shop yes. um, for 20 minutes. A lot like what you and I have done on this podcast so far. <laughs> um but yeah, this one starts off with a bang, and and the the first song that she sings is kind of kind of a banger. No, I thought I was, so I was watching this with my daughter. I paused it. It's like Maddie, do you like this song? She's like, oh yeah, this song's awesome. I love this song. Yeah, and I was like, this song's like the music in this whole movie sucks. It's not. It's not like. It's not Disney. It's not Disney quality. It's more like pop song. You know, it's not it's not like Broadway 
Disney stuff. They're it's, very, very forgettable. And it is not stored. So the, the difference is that these songs are not driving the story like Disney songs. No, she's just singing about what a great day she's yeah. going to have. She's singing about having a great day. But um, it does kind of establish her character that she's very upbeat. I feel like she's kind of skating through the town on her four roller skates, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, both causing mischief. And you can kind of see that, uh, that how the townspeople react to her, that they're kind of like, oh, there goes that crazy yeah, sunny. That she's kind of the crazy girl in town. Um, but it's it's not a super long song. No, it's not a super long song. But yeah, it's just like. The, the songs in this movie, like the movie's great to me and it shines in a lot of ways, but the music was like uh, inconsequential. It felt like it was thrown in just because it had to be. Yeah. It's kind of taking up some time and for, I think, just for entertaining, yeah. you know, putting in some music gaps. It, it The music doesn't bother me in this song, in this movie. Well, for, then when we get to, when she's done with this song, we get to one of the central themes in this movie, which is anti-fascism. The yeah, yeah what the yes, <laughs> this movie has a strong anti-fascism. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, it does. So there's like this press conference being held by the mom from earlier who picked up her kids. She, yeah, she is running this corporation that makes it's basically Apple. If Apple made like technology to protect you from. Pegasus, yeah. Pegasi, and, and unicorns, and it's all very um, propaganda-y. And when she's like roller skating through the town, you can see propaganda. Yeah, it's almost like uh, it's almost like prepper stuff, or like you know, like the stuff that Alex Jones will sell <laughs> on his thinking. on his podcast. Like you know, she has all these people eating out of her hand and believing that you know she keeps feeding them this narrative that Pegasi and um, unicorns are going to are going to come one day and and try to destroy them um and invade their their beautiful little seaside town and what's her motto to be scared is to, to be, be prepared. prepared yeah so it's very much a you know someone was like you know in the trump era and all this rhetoric was flying around and someone wrote this based on, you know, very much based on that. Um, So the only way, the only way you can be protected, the only person who can deliver you from this evil is this lady right here. Yeah. And the where she has to sell. Yeah. And she's got everybody living under apparently, and apparently like there's a sheriff in town, but there's no other political structure. Yeah. So hitch hitch, uh, her friend, James Marsden is the sheriff. Yes. Um, yeah, and he's the only, he's basically the only authority figure, right? Other than that lady, the yeah. the, the business owner lady. What, what's the business called? Uh, um, something legi- something uh, like uh, logistics. Oh, I didn't write this one down. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a pony pun, but uh, canter, canter logic. Canter logic. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a tech company, but they make anti, they make like security stuff. Um, so yeah, her, her two little buddies from the beginning, Hitch and the other one, Ken Jong. Ken Jong. They are now the sheriff and deputy sheriff. De- deputy, yes. Uh, Sprout. Sprout, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and Sprout's kind of inept, kind of a goofy, Little bumbling fool. Bumbling fool. And then uh, Hitch is kind of a, you know, he's a competent sheriff. Everybody respects him. And he's really against litter and little critters like him. Yeah. He didn't have a whole lot to do in the town. Um, But everybody likes him. So, Sunny, she skates her way to the Cantor Logic. They're having kind of like the uh, expo where they're showing off all their new, the new uh, line of security items and the whole town is kind of going into uh into this show and uh she has been banned you you find out she's been banned in the previous year for trying to go in and and protest and disrupt the show and uh, kind of let everybody know um what her dad taught her uh which was that unicorns and 
Pegasi are not evil, but they're actually good. And they have magic, but they use their magic for good. And they can all be friends. They can all be friends, and friendship is magic. Yep. Um, so she somehow gets in there. She disrupts the show again. Um, gets kicked out. Right? Am I remembering that right. correctly? Disrupt- disrupting the show is, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a comedy set piece. It's a whole, it's a whole big ordeal. It's very mm-hmm. funny. There's a splatter pulse. Uh, yeah, all, all the security, uh, uh, products are completely ridiculous. It was all, it was all together very, very funny. Uh, then, uh, yeah, the, the kind of cut to the next important thing is, um, an actual unicorn shows up in town. Yeah. And she then saves the unicorn. There's all these booby traps going off. And everybody's people, running around like crazy, super scared. People are freaking out, running, you know, shutters are slamming, babies are being picked up. Um, it's very, very good. Uh, so she's got, and then she gets this unicorn to safety and they have to, they have to get out of town. Yeah. So the unicorn's name is Izzy Moonbow. And who plays Izzy Moonbow? Uh, Kimiko Glenn. Who is that? Um, well, let's see what else she's been in. She looks, it looks like she's a, a voice actress. Okay. Yeah, she's been in a lot of uh, voice acting, voice things. actoring stuff. Centaur World. She was in Centaur World. She she was in Centaur World. Yeah. Oh, I love Centaur World. We gotta do an episode on Centaur World. Oh, she was also in uh, Ducktales, the TV series. I love Duck Ducktales is hilarious. Who was she in Ducktales? Just like voices. She was anti. No, let's see. She was Lena and Elvis. Oh, awesome. Man, the new DuckTales is so good. It's already over, though. Uh, it's not that new anymore, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, she's just done a lot of voice stuff. So, uh, cue up another song. Sunny and Izzy are now going to go. They decide they're going to go to... Yeah, it's their friendship song. They become yeah. friends. They become friends and travel across the world to the cloud city where unicorns live. And where Lando, where Lando Calrissian lives. Lando Calrissian lives. <laughs> uh, they meet Boba Fett. He doesn't say any words like he should. Yeah, but um, that uh, that band from Jabba's Palace is playing. But they're playing a new song, so it's the new song that they play in the redo. I don't know that one. You you've never seen the the re-release of the Star of Return of the Jedi? Sure. Where they put in that ridiculous. Uh, Song in Jabba's Palace. Oh, and the the things the the little lady with the elephant trunk is singing. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's unnecessary. It's that, uh, the it, worst the worst part of anything that's ever happened. If anybody's wondering right now what the genre of music is that that's called that that um, the the good uh, George Lucas came up with, he calls it jizz music. We'll move on from that. Hey, this is a Star Wars fact for you. Star Wars fact. Random Star Wars fact. So, yeah. So, they get to the Cloud City. Um, Everything's really cool and, like, kind of got this... Kind of futuristic. Yeah, it's kind of futuristic. And it's it's a much nicer city than the little... little, Earth pony, old Earth pony city, yeah, and it's all very techy. There's big billboards everywhere, and they're sh- like showing LED screens yeah. of the news. A and lot of social, a lot of social media happening. A lot of social media, and everybody just drops what they're doing because one person goes live on Instagram. I guess I don't know which. Well, it's the princess. Yeah, it's the princess. Um, and uh, yeah, so anyway, that's that's the whole vibe of this time. The the Pegasus the 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 Sonny and Izzy get captured. They have to go to prison. They are meet before they go to prison. They're given an audience with the queen because that's how that works. Yeah. They bring her before the queen. Oh, because I was thinking like what, in what show in what world and what scenario do you, does a prisoner immediately get is immediately given an audience with the queen? Well, where would that ever happen? That would, that would never happen in any realistic other show. And I was like, oh, what about Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it actually always happens. <laughs> <laughs> Just let them rot in jail, right? Yeah. Anyway, so they go to rot in jail. It's a super nice, wonderful, luxurious jail cell. It mm-hmm. has. Yeah, they've got like uh, 
what is it, like a massage chair? Massage chair and stuff, yeah. Like fountain. They've got like, um, I'm not sure the door is actually locked. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently one of the princesses, the so there's two princesses. One's like a social media queen and one's kind of a tomboy. And yeah, she has a mohawk. Are, yeah, she's a mohawk. That's how you know she's cool. Yeah. She's not like the other girls. She's a rebel. Yeah. And then the other one who's a social media star, Pip. Yeah. She is um, like also like the pop princess. She's like the best singer in the town. Yeah, she's like the Taylor Swift of cloud of the Cloud City. Or you know what? I don't think. Yeah, I guess I don't know. More like a Britney Spears from back in our day. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> who would that be? Like, right? Who would that be now? Miley Cyrus. BTS. Behind the scenes, and then just like the the band from Korea, South Korea. Um. Yeah, I'm not. Familiar. I don't think. I don't think these types of stars really exist in America. Anymore. Oh, the pop social media. Uh, it's too spread out. There's not like just one person that dominates everything anymore. About, uh, yeah. But in South Korea, that's, I think, at least what I can gather from that one Vice documentary I watched. <laughs> 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 that's how it works. Okay. Um, South yeah, Korea so that's is crazy, man. I've never been. Have you been to South Korea? No, I haven't. I would like to go. Yeah, it uh, seems very. They seem way more technologically advanced than us. Hmm. Are they? I don't. I or don't is know. that just the vibe that I get from because they're all social I, media? I think maybe on average they are, but I, I don't think they have like iPhone twenty fours or anything. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> iPhone. Uh, yeah, because Apple's an American company. We should get them first. America. <laughs> yeah, American number one. Um, so that is Pip. That's Pip. And the, Pip. the the punk one's name is Zip. Yes. And she's the cool princess. So she breaks out our heroes, and they form a trio. Yeah, but they figure out, they she takes them to, um, what is it, like this old church or something? It's not, not, not a church, like a temple. Yeah, I think it was like a landing place, uh, based on what I can tell you from the original um, My, My Little Ponies, is that the, the the Sky City, Cloud City, whatever it's called, has like Zephyrs, has like these boats. Uh-huh. Like, uh, like imagine a hot air balloon, not hot air, yeah, kind of like a hot air balloon with a whole boat underneath it. Okay. That, that the unicorns and um, earth ponies ride on to get up. Oh, because everything's in the sky. Yeah, because the Pegasus live in the clouds. And so, like, they, they showed them just climbing up the side of a really steep mountain to get there. But in the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, they're actually living in clouds in the sky. And they ride on, like, floating boats to get to them. So I think it was the dock for those floating boats. Gotcha. And they had a post. They had posters in there, um, and those posters called back like they were dusty old posters hanging on the wall that called back to the animated series. Little Easter eggs. Little Easter eggs. They had a Wonder Bolts poster. The Wonder Bolts were kind of like the Blue Angels, but it was a team of like Pegasus that did flying tricks. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. The, the Wonder Bolts were in the show a lot. <laughs> that's awesome yeah. um and those were those easter eggs were lost on me because i've never seen the show um but i guess that's why they're easter eggs yeah they're they're good easter eggs and so they're being pursued during this time period by james marsden yes and he's going to force them to come back um but he he gets there they get he gets tangled up in the trouble he's trying to hide like he's a pegasus um, and meanwhile, flashback to um, Earth Pony Town, whatever it's called. Um, oh yeah, forgot about this yeah. storyline. The he, since since James Marsden left, Kim Jong is um, or Ken Ken Jong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, we'll just get what, past that. Wait, what's his name? Ken, Ken Jong. Not, yeah, Ken, not Kim Jong. Ken. Ken, <laughs> yeah, Ken, Ken, Ken Jong. 
is Ken Jong. Let's refer to him as Sprout. Sprout. Sprout has taken over the town as uh, like a dictator. He's declared that he is now a sheriff and he's promoted himself to emperor. And he is um, forcing everybody to work to build a secret weapon, which is basically an Autobot. Um, Yeah. But he's, uh, yeah, he's basically like really feeding on everyone's fears of, um, of unicorns and, and Pegasi. Yes. And, you know, letting, uh, so everybody kind of, and he sings this song, which is a direct rip off of smells like teen spirit. Yeah. Um, my daughter loved that song. She was singing it this morning. It's like, it's like. It smells like Teen Spirit was a great song. Yeah. That's why they ripped it off. Um, Much more sinister. Yeah, it's very, very um, Nazi. Oh, yeah, they have a whole Nazi propaganda music video. And he's kind of in this late stage totalitarian dictatorship mode where he wants to take the fight to our enemies first. Yeah. So he's in like, I mean, he's basically Nazi Germany. Right. Right, like, has everyone convinced that the only way to, um, the only way to 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 uh, squelch these fears is to go and attack. Go on, go on the attack. There's a cool Darth Vader joke where he's making Darth Vader sounds and it's his shadow, but then it turns out he's just like sucking through a straw. Yes, um, that was good. That was a good gag. Good gag. Uh, yeah, so then uh, back to our our heroes. They come up with a plan that if they can take the crystal of the Pegasus, Pegasi, yeah. and take the crystal of the unicorns and mash them together, it will give both of them their magic back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess we should have mentioned that everybody has lost their magic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Pegasus. Sorry, there's a lot of there's a lot of threads <laughs> to this story. Oh yeah, so the unicorns can't do magic, and the Pegasus Pegasi can't fly. Yep, yep. the The royal family is pretending like they can fly, yeah. but they can't. Which also, I mean, that also fee- goes into the whole narrative of uh, authority figures lying to everybody, looking for false hope in your authority figures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some pretty some pretty lofty ideas for uh, <laughs> at least for my four year old. Yeah, um, yeah, some pretty pretty heavy <laughs> heavy content. <laughs> um, but there's all there's also a lot of sight gags, so it all balances out, I guess. Right. So they 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 try to get the uh, the crystal from who, which is on the queen mother's crown. The queen mother is played by that. Jane Krakowski? Jane Krakowski, yeah, from 30 Rock. Yeah. Uh, she, they get the crystal, hijinks ensue. They end up exposing the fact that the royals can't fly. Yeah, and they get arrested. They get arrested, yeah. They go on the run. They all manage to escape. And uh, Hitch, the sheriff Hitch is with them now because he got in trouble as well. Right. So, so they're yeah, all on the run. They're all on the run. They decide to go to find the uh, the unicorns. Yes, go to the unicorns where Izzy is from. Yeah. Now, here's the great thing about Izzy. As you might guess from the name Izzy, she is a lighthearted, bubbly, just super energetic and always looking to make a quick joke and kind of a little bit of an airhead. And it's just real, real easy to get along with. And she's just a ball full of energy. And yeah. then, they, then they get to the unicorns. Yeah. And they're nothing like that. No, they're all depressed and uh, dour. They, uh, they're all angry all the time. Um, but yeah, nobody, nobody has any magic. And basically, each of these societies thinks the same thing of the other societies. Well, they, the, all, they the, all think the, the Earth Ponies yeah, smell bad. They all think that the Earth Ponies are basically hillbillies. Yeah. And, and really dumb and uh, have no use whatsoever. Um, so they go and this is where this is where my memory of the movie starts to get fuzzy because um, these are areas that I've only seen once or half of a time. Okay. Uh, now, I just want to let anybody out there who has seen 
uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic know, basically all the Pegasus are acting like Maud. Mm. So. Ah, a Maud. And I also wrote down at this, this particular part in my notes here, how does a horse braid her hair? That's a great question. Without magic. Do they have animal friends? They don't, they're not animal friends, do they? Pets? No. Just, yeah, just notice that. Like, they're all, they're not wearing any clothes. And I'm like, okay, horses don't wear clothes. I guess the and only. You couldn't put on clothes if you were a horse. How would that even work? And then I was like, wait, how do they braid their hair? Well, but Sprout wears clothes. Yeah, well, that's true. He wears like a, a Nazi cape. It's more of a decoration. It's, it's more, more of an accessory. Yeah, yeah. It's a regalia. Um, but I, I think yeah. um, if you got like three horses and each of them had a strand in their mouth. And they kind of like hopped over each other? And they other? hopped over each other. You know, in several hours they could braid some hair. Yeah. And also at this point uh, in the story, my daughter Maddie asked me to pause it. And she asked me, why do they call him the new sheriff? And I was like, okay, well, I guess you're not paying attention. Like, they're the other guy is the old sheriff, duh. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I promised her I'd ask it. She asked if she could be on the podcast one day. I said, no, it's just for grownups. Oh, what? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. We'll have to do like a, a bring your daughter to work day podcast. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Um. So, yeah, so they get to the this place and... I guess the leader of the Pegasus Ponies is a bartender? I guess he's the most well-respected person in town. Yeah, a bartender with mutton chops. Who collects rock? He collect collects crystals. Crystals. Yeah. Um, and plays parlor games. Um, you can bet him a crystal and he'll play a parlor game with you. And if he wins, he gets to keep the crystal. It seems like a weird thing to collect crystals. When... In the forest they're in, there are just crystals growing out of the ground. Huge bunches of giant crystals. Well, maybe he collects, like, unique ones. Okay. But he's got the Pegasus crystal. So, right now, they're thinking Pegasus crystal plus unicorn crystal. Everybody gets their magic back. Plus Earth Pony crystal. Well, they don't know about the Earth Pony crystal. They don't? No, they're thinking they just got to get these two crystals together. Oh, that's right. That's right. I I totally blew the end of the movie. Yeah, so hijinks happen. Uh, they play a they play a, a funny dance dance revolution yes, game. Yes, prance prance revolution. Prance prance revolution. Ah, oh, that's yes. a that's a, a great pun. Yes. Uh, so they, they get that crystal, and then there's the scene where you got the bartender guy who's the head of the ponies. You got the police ponies from. The Pegasuses, the Queen has shown up. You got this whole audience of people, and they're like, "Everybody, just stop looking. We'll put these crystals together. Everybody's gonna get the magic." Nothing happens. Disappointment. Disappointment. Everyone starts arguing and fighting. Yes, and then she goes back to her home. Yeah. Do they go with her? Oh, that's a good point. We'll- no, wait. Does uh, I think. I think what happens is they're kind of like out in the forest and then Sprout and his army show up, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they, they they've run come, to their house real quick. And then they run to their house real quick because apparently it's very close to yeah. the, the the earth ponies and unicorns live in very close proximity. Uh, they never see each other. Um, and then... Uh, he's in a transformer. He's in a big transformer mecha suit thing. Right. That's poorly built. Uh, and and he's got uh, splatapults, which are like um, these automated arms that kind of like uh, uh, windmills that throw goo. B- balloons full of jello, I guess. Yeah, it's a really I not thought, a great weapon. I thought it was a good, like it would just be annoying if you got hit by it. Um, it would just go splat. It would make your it would make you dirty. Yeah, um, but I thought it was a good stand-in for guns. Yeah, you don't want to have... You can't have guns. You can't have guns. Uh, then uh, I thought, I started thinking about, wouldn't that be hilarious if, like, Pegasus, Pegasi could fly, and unicorns had magic, 
And Earth Ponies had M16s. <laughs> they just had guns. <laughs> Earth Ponies just had rifles. Yes. Yeah. Um, Earth Ponies had fully automatic, military spec yeah. only M16s. But that's basically what they're trying to say, right? Right. Is that the Earth Ponies are fascists. Earth Ponies are fascists and they construct weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have to be, though. If we would all just listen to Sonny. Yeah. Sonny's trying to get everybody to get along because we're not all that different. Right. Is kind of the message that she's trying to spread. Right. But they take refuge in her old house, right? Her house. Which is a lighthouse. Which is a lighthouse. Yes. Yes. Uh, They go to the top. um, And then they. uh, This would be narratively in the hero's journey, what you call the low point. Yeah. So they're they're trapped in there. Uh, they're getting splatter polluted uh, to kingdom come. The house starts falling down, right? House starts falling down. Um, they're trying well, to stop they, this big machine. Well, you know, you know, we skipped a step. We skipped a step. Did we? They they do go home first because they go home, and she figures out there's an Earth Pony crystal too. Mm-hmm. That's that's where that's her lowest point. If she figures out there's the Earth Pony two. And Crystal 2, and it's in the uh, little, what do you call that, a little bedtime? Yeah, like a nightlight. Nightlight thing, thing her that, dad had made her. Right. And she figures out, oh, I, and, and that in the top of the lighthouse, there's like this magical rock that like you set the crystals down in and puts them all together. And she figures that out. And then she runs back to go get her friends. And then they get attacked by the thing. Yeah. And they're trying to put all the crystals together in this in this puzzle holder thing, and they finally get it done, right? Mm-hmm. And nothing happens. Still, nothing happens. Nobody yes. gets their magics. And now, if you'll right around here somewhere, there's a part where she closes the door and she doesn't bother to fix the hanging picture. That's how you know, like that little hanging picture had been established. You got to fix it every time. It was very important to her. Yeah. And now she doesn't do it because she's so sad. Yeah. And that was a good little payoff, I thought, for a kid's movie. You know? mm-hmm. That's a detail like seven like she's are not, picking up on. Her sunniness has yeah. gone because she everything that she's ever believed she now thinks might be. But then, and this, but then it's speech time. Yep. You know, and she gives a speech. So they disable they disable uh, Sprout's machine. They kind of subdue the whole, the whole uh, uprising, right? Right. Everybody's kind of crowded around these crystals. Everybody's sad, and she gives a speech. Yes, she gives a, a rousing. She gives a heartfelt speech. Yeah, heartfelt speech that you know what? Even if we don't have our magic, knew these crystals don't work. We can still be friends. Yeah, the real magic comes from being friends. And that we don't, you don't need to Pegasus powers. You don't need unicorn powers. We can just all get along and just the friendship is magic. And then the crystals rise out of the ground. They're friendship powered. And they connect to each other and everybody gets their magic back. So we don't need the magic. Except so, the earth ponies who have no magic. Well, except for Sunny, she becomes an alicorn. Which is? A unicorn. Alligator. And- no, half, <laughs> half pony, half alligator. She becomes an alicorn, which is a, a Pegasus and unicorn. And in My Little Pony, um, Friendship is Magic, only princesses are alicorns. Oh, so she's a princess. Yeah. Um, I guess she's a, still an earth pony also, but that's just a, no, she's uh, that's an just a unicorn without a horn and, and a Pegasus without wings. It's the base layer. Yes, well, she's the she's a, she's an alicorn. She was an alicorn, which is the one true master race of. <laughs> is that gonna be the sequel? <laughs> so now the sequel is just everybody hates her because she's so much better than them, uh, and she has ultimate power and authority. So that's where the that's where the film ends, right? And then, uh, but then there's a stinger post uh, post credits, right? Oh, I didn't see the stinger. Yeah, so there's post credit stinger. Um, they're talking about, there's two, there's some, I think some kid ponies, um, which we can talk about how there are adult ponies 
I don't know how that works. Um, but they're earth ponies and they're with like their Pegasus and unicorn friends. And they're talking about how earth ponies still don't have any powers. But then uh, as they're walking off their their hoof prints start glowing. So you, so you Ooh. get the idea that, Oh, maybe earth ponies do have powers. Well, there does seem to be a whole TV show after this. I have not watched any of it. I haven't watched it either. I didn't even know it existed until I was looking to watch this. Yeah. Um, last night, but it does look like, uh, they're not calling them seasons. Like, yeah. And I can't tell if they're just like shorts. Cause you know, a lot of like, a lot of the streaming services will put out like, Two or three minute, like little, basically like Mostly YouTube, YouTube clips of stuff. Yeah, as they're getting other stuff ready, just to like kind of. But it looked like there were like two seasons of it. Oh wow! So yeah, maybe that addresses the Earth Pony magics. Um, but yeah, that was the film. What were your uh, What were your thoughts? You know, I thought it was a, a really fun movie. Yeah. I thought it had some heavy themes in it that they did a great job displaying to kids, like on a kid's level. I think they had um, um, great great characters, well-fleshed-out characters. Um, there were a lot of great character moments. You know, we skipped over telling the story, but just like the way that little critters are always attracted to the um, sh- sheriff was just funny how they kept that going and kept that working in there. And um, overall, like um, the, the, the music sucked um, except for the, the Nirvana cover. <laughs> I didn't think the music sucked. I thought it was not great. But it wasn't it wasn't the best part of the movie, but it was you know it it occupied some time within the film. Um yeah, I agree. I, I thought it was fun. Um it does have those heavy themes, but it also has themes simpler themes like friendship and um seeing past people's differences that I think younger kids could relate to as well. Yeah. And I liked it. I liked that the message was, yes, we are different, but that doesn't mean we can't be friends. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that pretend we're different and not not to be scared of people because they're different. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be scared of people though. I will say in reality, if just one third of all people could fly and one third of all people could do magic. And then there was me. I would be scared. I would be scared too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a, it's not really a one-to-one uh, comparison. Cause of like humans. Pe- Pegasus, Cause like Pegasus or uh, I mean, uh, unicorns have a crazy advantage because like if you are an earth pony and you want to brush your hair, your hooves don't bend that way. You can't brush your hair. But if you're Pegasus, you can just magic up a brush and do it. Pegasus can, like, do a lot of things. Like, they can make tea. So, yeah, if this was translated per- to humans. How does, a, how does an earth pony make tea? They can't. Think about it. So, basically, like, if this were humans, the cla- there would be these natural class systems where... It would be it would be probably unicorns at the top. It would be allicorns at the top, and then probably unicorns and Pegasus would be kind of the next tier. And then Earth ponies would be like the manual labor, pulling carts and doing farming. And yeah, I mean they would be the poor rural. In so all the ponies in My Little Pony Friendship is Magic have jobs. Okay. And the Earth Ponies, one of them is a party planner, and one of them is a farm's apples. Apple bottom. No. Apple jack. Apple jack. <laughs> apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. Oh, apple bottom. Yeah, apple jack. Apple jack farms apples, and Pinkie Pie plans parties. And they're the Earth Ponies. They're the Earth Ponies. And then, like, the... 
the unicorns and the Pegasus do like fun, cool stuff. I don't even think uh, Rainbow Dash has a job. She's like in the Thunderbolt sometimes. What is she a Pegasus? Yeah, she's a Pegasus. I don't know. I don't know what her job is. They wouldn't have jobs because they'd be kings and queens, basically. Yeah, and Alicorns. The 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 two the two sisters that rule over are the are the Alicorns. Oh, yeah. So, um, a little mixed messaging when you when you apply it to real life. But um, I think the basic themes are that we can all be friends, even though we're different, and that you shouldn't be scared of people that are different. Um, and yeah, my my daughter liked the music. She liked the songs. She'll sing. She likes to uh, headbang with the Nirvana cover song. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was good. It was good. So, how many um, unicorn horns would you give it? Let's see. I give it. Uh, I give it three and a half unicorn horns. Out of. Out of five. Out of five. <laughs> let's keep it. Let's keep it consistent with a five. Okay. Last time we did twenty-five, <laughs> and that was that threw me off. I'm gonna give it seventeen out of twenty-five. Oh, is that three and a half stars? Oh, I don't know. Okay, okay. Well, we gotta at least do the same system between you and me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we can't have different rating systems. Do you want to do it out of? Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it three out of five. Three out of five. Uh, yeah. Man, it was really enjoyable. I've watched it more times than I would have liked. Honestly, the ending felt cheap to me. Really, it did. It felt like the whole lesson learned was we can all the the unicorns and the Pegasus Pegasi can all be happy without their powers and we can all just get along and be friends. But oh, cheat code, we everybody gets their powers back anyway. Yeah, you wonder if like some of the earth ponies were like, oh crap. It's like it's like your lesson is It only takes one unicorn to go bad. Yeah. And then like the earth ponies have no defense. I mean like it was like basically the whole the whole big lesson she learned at the end was you don't need the crystals. Yeah. And then just learning that lesson unlocked getting the crystals. So it was kind of dumb. Um, it was then, having your cake and eating and it, then too. She gets, and then she gets rewarded with becoming an alicorn, uh, which uh, which was just cool, I guess. But, like, it was it was thematically just kind of like, be happy with who you are. Kind of yeah. Thrown out, kind of thrown out the window there. Yeah, and it's like they set, was, up, they set up all these themes to have this payoff at the end to where it doesn't matter. But then, yeah, they kind of subverted all that and then they all get. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter who you are. And once you learn that, you will be rewarded with being a better. Yeah. Who it's, you like, are. it's like, you know, if you finally learn to be content with just living within your means, then you and then you all of a sudden become a billionaire. <laughs> you win the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, um, there's no hero's journey in the, there's no, well, there's, it's a hero's journey movie, right? There's, yeah. this is very much a hero's journey yeah. movie, except for genuine, generally in a hero's journey, the hero learns something and grows and like changes. And she didn't really change. She just, no, she just kind of. Figured out that everything that she always believed was actually true. Yeah, there was no growth or development. It was just like the the weird outsider girl turned out to be right. Everybody else has to change. Yeah, and she became a the ruler of them all, and they all have to suck it. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> There's a hero's journey for James Marsden. His character was like not the most fascist, but he was kind of. But you know, he definitely. His character grew and developed the most out of anybody. Yeah. And, and also, and, I hope and, he ends up with Pip. I hope, I hope him and Pip hook up and, like, make a family. Yeah. They they're they're definitely the, the two best-looking ponies. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think they... Um, I think, I think they're going to... Maybe their kids are what the sequels are about. I don't know. But they seem cool. Well, it seems like there might not be sequels. Maybe it just turned into a TV show. What, what if, like... <laughs> this is a stupid thought. But what if everybody starts getting along with each other? But like, 
Um, Is this a sequel idea? No, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, what? No, you gotta, you gotta find it. No, I'm good. But they're, uh, but yeah, so Pip and James Marsden should become uh, an item. They're, they're love interests. I've decided I'm shipping their characters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with that. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd be okay with that. Um, do you think that Sprout's character, he learned something in the end, right? Not to be a fascist dictator? Or did he just like get put in prison? I can't remember what happened to his character. I think he was just laying in the dust in in, in shame. So he was just defeated. He's just oh, he says to his mom, he's like, "Mommy, was I a good dictator?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, "Oh, look over there." Oh yeah. So he really didn't learn anything. He was just trying to do all that to please his mom, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was just power hungry. Yeah, it, that was it. Was uh, it was not a perfect metaphor? Yeah, he just goes back to he doesn't have to pay for his sins in any way. Maybe he does off camera. Off camera, yeah, that's what the sequel is about. The sequel is much darker. It's a trial. <laughs> it's actually it's a weird courtroom drama. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. The 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 grieving widows of all his people. His victims have to come in to all the splatter victims. All the, spl- <laughs> the, sp- <laughs> the splatter. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I think the movie was silly. It was an appropriate amount of silly without being annoyingly silly. The not a man, not a masterpiece by any means. Not a masterpiece. If, if you liked My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and people do out there, people love that show, then like you're not going to be, it's not the movie you deserve. But you're gonna be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh what are we gonna do next week? Oh, I don't know. All right. Well should we uh should we decide that now? So that people can uh, can watch before they before they buy? Well do you wanna do um the new hocus pocus for Halloween or is it too early for Halloween? Uh, that's never too early for Halloween, as long as it's October. Um, yeah, I'm down with Hocus Pocus. We should do um, every uh, every episode during October. We should do Halloween. Oh, then let's do um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Okay. All right. I tried showing that to my kids last year. The, they were a little freaked out. My, uh, so last year my daughter was three and she loved it. She likes scary things though. Yeah. Um, and maybe she was so young that it wasn't scary. And now that, uh, she's older, maybe it will scare her, but I don't, uh, we'll try it. Well, my sweet baby boy is a little bit, uh, sensitive. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, my daughter has, she has nightmares. She woke up in the middle of the night uh, crying because she had a, a night. Uh, she had a bad dream about Mother Gothel from Rapunzel or from uh, Tangled. Mother Gothel was pretty freaky. Yeah, it was scary. Yeah. Um. But I told her to just go back to sleep. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you had a bad dream, but I didn't, so I'm gonna go back to sleep. Yeah, I'm real tired. So good night. <laughs> All right, so next week, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. It's kind of a hybrid Halloween Christmas movie. Yep. Um, I already have the song stuck in my head. Great music in that one. Yes, great music. Danny Elfman. Oh, Danny Elfman. All right, um, let's... He's from The Cars, right? No, he's not. He was from... um, Not The Buggles, that was... Hans Zimmer. He was from the band that I can't think of the name right now from the 80s. We'll just go with the cars. He was not from the cars, though. I just found out the guy from the cars produced uh, Weezer's Blue Album and Green Album. Oh. Yeah. That's why they're so good. Yeah. And Pinkerton sucks. Oh, hot take. Oh, oh hot take. Pinkerton, hot take. Pinkerton rinks of effort. 
and desperation. <laughs> wow. That is a real hot take. That's not, this is not that kind of podcast, Sean. This is, yeah. This is Sean's music corner. Blue album. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. Blue album. Awesome. Green album. Really close to awesome. Pinkerton's got one good song. Ooh. Ooh. All right, Sean, why don't you sing? Uh, why don't you sing it's our the last song? Because then I know it's over. Whoa, <laughs> you really, you really hate that album. All right. What's with these homies watching my podcast? Why do they got a rate and review? <laughs> what oh. do we ever do to these guys that they leave five stars for you? Ooh, good. That's a good Uh-oh. one. Uh-oh. And you know I'm yours. That's it. All right. I'll see you next week. I'll actually see you right after this, but. All right. Bye. Bye.